Welcome to Women on the Line, a community radio national women's current affairs program produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Emma Hart. This week on Women on the Line, we bring you coverage of Myriad Collective's Trans Possible, a month-long showcase of trans and gender-diverse talent, including an art exhibition, two performance nights and a creative industries workshop. We'll hear excerpts from the second performance night held on May the 13th and also an interview with Myriad Collective member Darcy T. Gunk. Women on the Line would like to acknowledge that this episode was produced on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and to pay our respects to their elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. There's also a content warning for this episode that it contains a depiction of transphobic bigotry. I'm Darcy T. Gunk. I am a member of Myriad Collective. I currently work as the project manager and exhibition curator. Before we get into Trans Possible, could you tell us about Myriad Collective and what you do? Yeah, sure. So Myriad Collective has been running uh, under a couple of different names for the last four years. We've just done our fourth annual event. We started out as Reframing Gender in 2014 and... Since then, we've sort of expanded into Myriad Collective and shifted our focus very slightly. And Myriad Collective was founded officially at the end of 2015 by Jinghua and myself. And then uh, other collective members sort of started joining in 2016. And we've just kind of grown from there. Myriad Collective are about... um, creating opportunities for trans and gender diverse artists and performers to sort of showcase our work and we're a trans and gender diverse run collective you know I'm I'm so grateful to be working with a collective of such talented people we've got you know Zakaria Sheridan who is our production manager and then we've had Don Dunkerman, who's been doing all of our social media and communications, and then Jinghua, who's, who we started the collective with, who's now living in Shanghai and kind of provides, I guess, support remotely to us. Um, it's, it's a really small collective, but, um, you know, we work really, really hard, and I think we get a lot done. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing to work with such incredibly talented and, and dedicated people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Trans Possible, this is the first year that we've had a kind of explicit theme. We've been doing this uh, celebration of Ida Hobbit for the last four years now, so International Day Against Homophobia, Biophobia, Intersex Discrimination and Transphobia. Um, that comes around every May 17th. And, yeah, this year we thought it might be nice to have a more kind of targeted theme. So we started thinking about uh, what what the future might look like and, and kind of ideas about what we as a community or as, you know, multiple communities really kind of think of when we think about how we can create futures together that in ways that are sustainable and supporting each other. And um, one of the events actually, Zakaria was saying that, you know, it can be really hard as a trans or gender diverse person to imagine a future because of the ways that we are marginalised. And 
So I think there's something quite powerful about then taking that as a theme and saying, well, no, actually, we are going to try to imagine that and we are going to try to work together to, to make that happen. This is seasick. This last piece is called Becoming Grey. Yesterday, I picked up your binder off the floor instead of mine. So I spent all day with this slice of light trailing from windpipe to abdomen. A doorway splitting my chest in two. A doorway I felt like anybody could reach through. These are the coordinates of a body that won't stay still. This is our unreliable inheritance. This is our becoming, where sometimes we earn the right to speak just in order to disappear, and in doing so, we draft a new map of directions for our unstable topographies. This is my unreliable inheritance. But I resist the urge to collapse the dam in my chest. I lay a trail of dead skin and foamy water. The colour of brushes wash not quite new. Blue, pink, orange, purple, red, blue, becoming grey. I leave an old scene through a new set of roots. There are places that I go where future does really feel possible. They usually appear like streaks of paint through muddy water. Yes, grey, but also pink, blue, orange, red, pink, blue, green. It's um, standing perfectly still with mouth agape, pinned by the joy of opening in a room filled to the brim, walled up, not walled in, held up instead of being held in. Querying space is all proximities and circuit breakages, each body mirroring another through fragments. A home that moves with the impossible. A home containing a doorway filled with warm light, touching grey edges, touching. Body becoming bodies, becoming space. I know there's company where I'm going, leaning in as we do through skin and muddy water. Bracing ourselves for the next crack. <laughs> Leaving old wounds open, but never empty. Thank you. Both the performance nights were really incredible. We had a, a great, diverse mixture of artists. So spoken word, dance, theatre, music, and a kind of really interesting mix of performers who have been around for a while and are relatively established in their craft. So someone like, say, Raina Peterson, who is an incredible Indian classical dancer who's been doing that for a long time and... It's really great to have sort of them alongside someone else, like I believe Iris, um, who is one of the performers. It was her first time performing in that sort of style. So, so yeah, really, really huge range of different kind of levels of experience, different styles, and it was, it was really lovely to be able to kind of have all of those voices in dialogue. You know, so, so often it's about who is cool or performing gender in a particular way or who has social capital and gets to perform at these sorts of events. But I think for Myriad, you know, we, we want to kind of move away from that and say, okay, well, actually, it's so valuable to have people who, you know, are at all different levels of their practice and, you know, maybe 
haven't had the opportunity to show their work in some of the more, I don't know, kind of well-known venues and stuff. And so I think bringing that together is is a big part of what we do and trying to focus on people who are multiply marginalised within trans and gender diverse communities. Yeah, it's another important part of our mission, I guess. Could you unpack what that means for our listeners? Yeah, of course. Uh, So what I mean by multiply marginalised, I guess... Being trans and gender diverse in and of itself is is a way of being marginalised, but then people who are experiencing other forms of marginalisation, so I guess uh, trans people of colour and Indigenous trans people, um, trans people with disabilities, I'm using trans as a shorthand here for trans and gender diverse, just to be clear about that as well. Um, Yeah, especially trans women and trans women of colour, especially um, people who experience uh, multiple forms of oppression. This is Emao Leota. Lue, 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 malie, lue, 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 malie. I sway to the rhythms of a ukulele, a drum beat, tied like an umbilical cord to the connection of my identity, my culture, my roots. I sway this way for you. I sway this way for me. I sway this way because I want to, because I want to, not because I have to. A child born to migrant parents on a plane fresh off the boat from God of the land, worship land. And at the time, they were telling us to go back home from dawn-raided appearances. We seek the privilege to life according to the book of joy, prosperity and wealth. Yet we had struggled to fit into the camouflage of life itself. Western ways, Western beliefs, and Western way of thinking. Loi loi, loi loi, loi loi ma lie, loi loi, loi loi ma lie. Like a frigate bird on lockdown, waiting to break free and seeking the embodiment of a non specific gender and reciting its poetry. Loi loi, loi loi, loi loi ma lie, loi loi ma lie. The bill collector at my door, holding me to ransom, not for rent, but for gatekeeper's sake. Then one by one, one just goes and goes and goes and goes with the flow on the monopoly of game, set and match. Like a frigate bird, a bird of paradise, waiting for its catch. Loi loi, loi loi, loi loi ma lie, loi loi, loi loi, loi loi ma lie. On community radio around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. We're bringing you performance excerpts from Trans Possible, held at Library at the Dock in Melbourne, and an interview with Myriad Collective member Darcy T. Gunk. This is Iris Lee. Possibilities. Waterfly dreams like whales in the sea. We mere friends hugged without gender fleece. Not confined to two bubbles of pink and blue. Possibilities. What instead of shrinking our shoulders, we 
learned to burst sadocytic barbs onto cis people now stinging with questions. Possibilities. What if cis people didn't gorge on our trauma? Instead, we trans friends. We undid our internal walls and we basked in ugliness and beauty. Possibilities. What if I wasn't so tired by my gender? We didn't have to always be scared of falling off, always vigilant, balanced on a ball. Thank you. Um, I mean, how, how did the performers for the evening become involved in the project? So the way that we do things is have a call for submissions um, and we ask people to sort of talk a bit about themselves and talk a bit about the project that they're submitting. Um, we generally don't contact individual people directly to ask them to um, be involved because, you know, that, that then limits it to the people that we know personally or, you know, professionally. And I think... Again, a big part of our focus is is kind of allowing space for people who might not have performed before or might not be very well known or, you know, might not be involved in a particular scene. Um, so we can get, you know, all sorts of different people involved and hopefully keep kind of spreading that out and out and out. This is an excerpt from Beauty is the Beast, a queer redux of the classic fairy tale conceived and directed by Krishna and performed by Krishna, Mossy, Raina and Leon. Look at me, I'm a trans-exclusionary, sex worker-exclusionary, so-called feminist who pisses on everyone and everything just like my cat. <laughs> yeah, we just love cats, don't we? <laughs> cats are musical is for gays. Cats the animal of the bays. Cats. <laughs> As well as um, the performance nights, there's also an art exhibition. Could you tell us yeah. more about that? That's right. Um, so we've got the Trans Possible Art Exhibition that opened on Thursday the 4th of May and runs till the 26th at the gallery space at Library at the Dock. Um, that's one that I've curated, uh, which has been kind of exciting to be start, starting a, I guess, curating career via Myriad. Uh, it's the second exhibition I've curated this year, actually. Anyway, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um so we've got eight visual artists involved in that one and, again, a real, in, a really interesting kind of diversity of work. We've got, um, I'll, I'll run through their names, we've got Leroy Burnett, A. Francis, Sen S.D., Ali O'Brien Cummings, Nicola Miller-Mungatopi, Erin Swift and Liam Dooley, um, all of whom work in 
all sorts of different formats. So we've got a couple of video pieces, uh, various uh, 2D works like paintings and drawings, and then um, a beautiful ceramic installation as well. Um, most, of, most of these people are based in Melbourne um, and, and or have ties to Melbourne. We're actually really lucky to work with someone called Jessica Astrid Darcy, who sort of facilitated us getting work from Nicola Miller-Mungatopi. Um, Nicola is a sister girl from the Tiwi Islands and Jessica does some work with sister girls in the Tiwi Islands and contacted us about getting some of the sister girls' work into this exhibition, which was really fantastic to be able to have that opportunity and to, to work with Nicola and, and present a couple of her pieces. Mm. Um, because, that, you know, that isn't something that we've had the opportunity to do previously and... I think that, you know, creating intra-community connections is also really important to us as a collective, so it's, it's fantastic to be able to have her work in the exhibition. This is Tony A. Field. the exhibition I mean did you have a particular I suppose vision in terms of what you were trying to achieve in making a space for the artists mm. um so again I guess coming back to that transpossible theme and, and trying to find works that talked about you know future possibilities and creating community and I guess you know whilst a lot of trans work is about the body and how we how we understand our bodies and so forth and certainly you know many of the works in the exhibition reflect this I didn't want to make it all about that because I think that you know it is it is a really important topic but it is not the only topic and knowing that this exhibition was going to be happening in this public library space I did want to kind of disrupt that really dominant narrative that especially a lot of cis you know non non trans and gender diverse people have a, a, that way of understanding, you know, the, the very surface way of understanding what it means to be trans and gender diverse. So there are a lot of works in there that are not directly about the body. They don't, you know, it's not just a picture of someone's body, but it, it's, um, you know, there's landscapes and so forth as well. And to me, that was, it was really important to to kind of get away from that one way of looking at things and to try to make it multidimensional and so forth. Mm. Yeah. So to provide people with an opportunity to tell their own stories rather than conforming to particular narratives. Yeah, and and yeah, also that kind of trying to reach out to to the broader community and say, hey, you know, the body is not the only thing that we're about as mm. trans and gender diverse yeah. people and communities as other things. Yeah, and also expression. I mean, mm. it feels to me that um, maybe sometimes there's an expectation that 
a lot of art by trans and gender diverse people has to be explicitly about, um, yeah. you know, their transness or their gender diversity. And yeah, yeah, and it, it is nice to kind of move away from that and say, okay, that's important, but then how do we kind of move forward into the future, create these communities, create these supports? This is Astrid Ampersand. a creative industries workshop? So this was an initiative that we started last year. Uh, we had the first creative industries workshop that we've run for our May events last year and that was really great. Uh, we had a panel of four artists and performers and then a small group of emerging trans and gender diverse artists kind of in a room together talking about their practice and how how to kind of build their practices and, and, and stuff. And this year we have a slightly different focus. We still have a panel of four people and and then it's a facilitated workshop. So the panellists kind of speak a little bit, but it's mostly about creating dialogue. And this year, again, going with that trans-possible theme, we're looking at how we can create and foster and, and cultivate supportive arts communities within the trans and gender diverse community so looking at, you know, ways that we can support each other and what it would actually look like to be able to grow together into a sustainable future as artists and performers. And then trying to think of actually some practical ways of doing that, because I think sometimes that gets lost. We can talk a lot about theory around privilege and oppression, for example, and accessibility and so forth. But then unless we're actually trying to think of practical ways of tackling those things, then I think sometimes that gets a bit sort of just, I don't know, vague and, and nebulous. Mm. And I think sometimes it is uh, very important to have an appropriate toolkit or to be a bit um, armed and dangerous, I guess, when you yeah. approach um, <laughs> oppressive structures. And I think it's really nice to not only have this focus on developing your creative practice, but also how to apply that and navigate the spaces which you'll need to mm. um, not only encounter, but, you know, in a sense, um, make space often. I would imagine, in this kind of context. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then, again, that how can we support each other to do that? How can we actually be strong as communities, not just kind of every person for themselves? This is Race Rage. This last track um, is called Black of the Berry, Sweet of the Fruit, and it's a track that I wrote for my little sibling, um who really recently also just came out as non-binary and it's kind of about, I guess, what the world kind of shows kids, especially, I guess, kids that have been socialised as girls um, to look at as what to aspire to in terms of beauty. And I know that that's something my little sibling's been really 
affected by at the moment, something that I was totally, really affected by when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I got the idea for this song from like this really cute poster that I have in my bathroom that's like a picture of Medusa that says, oh, I'm just gonna blank, what's it say? It's like, um, if beauty isn't what we see, then the concept's our enemy, um, something like that. So that's what this is about. <laughs> if they'd like some more information about Myriad Collective or Transpossible and what you do? So we've got our Facebook page, uh, which is Myriad Collective on Facebook. Um, if you search, you'll find us. And then we've got a WordPress, so it's just, yeah, Myriad Collective on WordPress as well. Those are probably the two best places to find us. And you can read, you know, all about our Transpossible events on there and and coming events as well because we've got an exciting program for the rest of the year. Oh, what's coming up? Um, so at the moment we're just, as we're winding down Transpossible, we are also um, gearing up for working with Footscray Community Arts Centre for the Fringe Festival. Fingers crossed that's all going to kind of go according to plan. Um, we've got five amazing artists who we're working with on that project as well, uh, which all of that information will be sort of coming up in the next couple of months. And if if people want to check out our website and kind of follow along, they'll start to see things popping up about that. So Yeah, excellent. And will there be another um, annual event next year as well? Is it too soon to say? Or? <laughs> no, I mean, I think we're very committed to making this work and um, the feedback that we've had from Library at the Dock is that they've been really excited and happy to have us there. And so... I guess it's just it's it's if we can get the money, um, which <laughs> you know we've, we've done really well with grants so far. We had a Hay grant last year, and then this year we had a City of Melbourne community grant, and you know hopefully we can continue to get funding from City of Melbourne, which will mean that we're able to keep working with Library of the Dock, and um, I think you know that that'd be great. I think that's what we're kind of looking to do, and hopefully just keep growing this event. This is Asiel Adan Sanchez. And the last one on this really self-indulgent set is a little homage to Frida Kahlo. I apologize to the beautiful Auslan interpreters. There's a bit of Spanish in this one, so we all won't know what's happening together. So. <laughs> Frida, lo que el agua me dio, me lo diste tú. The first time I dreamed of you was violent. Two big rivers of the canyons of your back, two big rivers, call it race and class, call it gender and oppression, two big rivers that dig deep into the canyons of your back. Frida, I first knew my country through shame when you asked me in the classrooms and lunch halls whether I knew if my parents were legal. Tell me, how does paper confine personhood? Frida, I first knew my culture to colonization because they took exploitation and called it a good deal. They took oppression and called it a good sale. They took a history and wrote it in white pages so black ink always bleeds. 
or bellies full of violence and hunger. A white man was the first to utter my name, and I've been trying to reclaim it ever since. Frida, I had a dream in which the colonizers never came, or gender never so violently given. Frida, I had a dream we were sacred and were wholesome, and our soul was expansive, and it stretched for miles wide like the Shushutla maze fields. Frida, it grew so tall and opened so big. Frida, lo que el agua me dio es una sed inmensa, una sed de saber más de lo que fluye debajo de tus arroyos y crece debajo de tus raíces. Frida, I did not grow up to be you, but I did grow up to be me and be in love with who this person is. Femininity and masculinity, dysphoria and diaspora, this skin does not fit the place it was given. These hands are not the color of dirt, as you say, but the color of the earth itself, rich, black, brown, bronze, and red. Frida, the first time I dreamed of you, I felt the warmth of my birthplace, and the bougainvillea trees grow at the root of my feet, a home, a place of belonging in my own brown, queer body. Thank you. And this is an excerpt of music accompanying a dance work by Raina Peterson. You've been listening to performance excerpts from Trans Possible, held at Library at the Dock in Melbourne, and an interview with Myriad Collective member Darcy T. Gunk. And that's all for Women on the Line today. Women on the Line is a community radio national women's current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the community radio network. We greatly appreciate financial support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email to womenonthelion at gmail.com or phone 3CR on 03 9419 Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, 3cr.org.au forward slash womenonthelion. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigre. I'm Emma Hart. Hope you can tune in again next time.